Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Hello, Savvy Scribes, and welcome. Today, I'm covering all things about leaving your current job. Now, hold on. I know you might not be ready to do this, but I want to tell you how to take those steps, at least to go part-time. I've done it myself, and I noticed that a lot of Savvy Scribes that I've helped coach have actually left their jobs. So, stay tuned and Welcome to the show. Welcome to The Savvy Scribe, a podcast for freelance healthcare and medical writers who want to start or grow their business. Your hosts, Carol Bush and Janine Kalbach, will help you build a profitable health writing business without having to spend years figuring it out on your own. Now, let's join the conversation. Hey there, Savvy Scribe. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you're doing well. I cannot believe that... When I'm recording this episode, October is almost gone. Where the heck did it go? My um, kids, my oldest is starting, is in high school now. So I don't have to buy him a costume this year. Happy but sad. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about it. And my youngest is going to be the Hulk because he's seven and he is the Hulk, right? At his 40 pounds. (laughs) So, and myself, I'm not dressing up. I just go around and help them collect the candy and then like a good parent sneak their candy while they're in bed or not looking. So let's dive into today's episode. First, I want you to assess because we're nurses. That's what we do. We assess the situation, right? I want you to think about what is holding you back. Meaning if you have a good amount of clients, you're making a good amount of money, whether you're replacing your income yet, or you're making a pretty good side income, I want you to think about what is holding you back. And I'll tell you, those two things usually are fear and doubt. You go from a state of wanting to go part-time or freelance full-time, and you're stuck there. You want to do it, you want to do it, you want to do it. So instead, you end up actually working more than you did full-time because you're trying to make enough money to go part-time, but you haven't done it yet because you're still in that wanting phase. So you want to change your outlook from wanting to doing. It's a hard thing to do. I think about the things that people tell me and that I've actually struggled with myself. One of them is the loss of a consistent paycheck, right? Clients will come and go. Contracts will come and go. And if you don't have consistent pay, how are you going to make it month to month with your bills, right? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you how to to stop worrying about that. The other thing people come to me with is thinking that they're going to work 24-7. When in reality, you're already working 24-7 if you're trying to run your business right now and working on top of it, especially if you're still full-time. The Biggest thing, probably number one, is the benefits, meaning PTO, time off, and sick leave 
and medical insurance, which is a big one. I understand that. And I'm going to help you try to think alternatively of how to replace that um, without going broke, right? So the first thing I want you to think about is stop thinking like an employee. Tell yourself with an affirmation like, I can generate income with my business. You're doing it. If you're already stacking up clients, feeling like it's a feast or famine world, right? And maybe you're in a famine right now and that's okay, but the feast will come. It always does. And I've been doing this since 2015 and there's cycles. A lot of people can pinpoint the cycles. I haven't been able to do that. Every time I think it's going to be slow, it ends up being busy. And usually it has nothing to do with me. Sometimes I'm pitching, sometimes I'm not. It just depends on, on the companies or where they are in their content journey. The other thing I want you to think about is what are you known for at your current job? Think about it. Think about the kind of nurse you are. Are people looking to you because you're the organized one? You prioritize easily. This isn't a struggle for you. You honestly sit there and don't understand how people can't do it. Maybe you're the teacher. Maybe you're the one who precepts everybody and you truly enjoy it. Do you feel like you, you can't get enough of your profession? You love ingesting more knowledge and then spitting out that knowledge to other people. Are you the planner? Are you the one at work? After a report, you sit there and you plan out your entire day. And if you lose that sheet, your day is, is shot. Maybe you're the leader. Maybe you are the charge nurse all the time or in an administrative role. These are great things to be. You don't have to be them all. Whatever area you shine, and it may not be the one that I just listed here, you want to take forth into your business. I want to go back to that fear factor again. That steady source of income is truly a fear of many people. My job took my PTO. I want to tell you why fear should not be a problem because truly you are not safe just because you have a consistent paycheck. For example, my job when I was full-time, whatever the, ho the hospital was going through some financial trouble, of course, we're healthcare business, right? And they ended up taking their employees' PTO. They would actually take our hours. Not only would they take it, then they would freeze it. So you're not accruing, and then they took, they took it from you. Yes, this sounds illegal, right? People looked into it. We got lawyers involved. And unfortunately, it is not illegal because it's the discretion of the business. So our PTO froze. You weren't able to accrue it. It, it was a hard time. It wasn't forever, but, I mean, nobody's going to do that in your own business. You're not going to get PTO, but you can plan your work around your time off. The other thing I want you to think about is, yes, we get vacations. At my job, we actually get approved for three weeks. If we have the PTO to cover it, which if the hospital's taking it or freezing it, you're not going to have the PTO. But <laughs> if you do have the PTO to take time off, you really don't get to choose your vacation. I'll tell you, if you're a low man on the totem pole, you're not getting a summer vacation this year, next year, or maybe the year after. It took me, now I'm on day shift, so our seniority is a little bit different because we you know, I'm with all the, the old ladies, right? And they've been there since before I was born. But they also get the choice of vacation first. So 
we do a trip to Florida every year in September. And luckily it's right outside that block of peak summer vacations, or I wouldn't have been able to go the last few years. I do now. I've, I've been at the hospital for over 15 years. I finally am able to get a summer vacation sometimes. So I think I took July, week after 4th of July this past year. But truly, you don't get to choose. The other thing is your days off. There's a policy in our hospital, and I know it's in every other institution as well, that you can't take time off over the holiday time. So Christmas, um, New Year's, and usually after New Year's, after that week of New Year's, you can then take some time off. So you're not going out of town for Christmas because you're going to be working your holiday and then you're stuck. You can't take a PTO day. Whereas if you have a business at home, you can, again, do whatever you want. You can work from your vacation if you really wanted to. The other thing is when you work for a company and you have to call off because a kid is sick or you're sick or you have a crisis come up, you're getting penalized. You get points and you know, it's scary because you are then on the chopping block for being fired if you do that too much and over circumstances you may not be able to control, like a child being sick or any other crisis going on, yourself being sick. Again, in your writing business, you don't have this because you can be sick. Yeah, deadlines might be missed, but you're not going to get penalized from that employer because you're on a contract. The other thing, you know it as much as I do. I know you've been waiting for me to say it. You have to work those holidays and weekends. It's a known thing in nursing. You have to work every other holiday, every other weekend, unless you have a job that doesn't require that. But most floor jobs do. Personally, I like my weekend that I work. I have a great team. Um, holidays, I've just gotten accustomed to over the last 15 years. It's It's the way of life, but it doesn't have to be. The caveat that many people struggle with is the health benefits more than anything. I want you to think about how you can get your benefits. Do you have a spouse that could help you? That's an easy answer, right? If they're, if they are eligible for full-time benefits, they can help you out if you go full-time in your business. The other thing you could look into is you could do a Google search for some health insurance for small businesses. And I'll put that link into the show notes just so you can look the problem is if you go to just search for a quote they want your phone number they want all those things so the problem is you can't get a just a free quote without having to talk to somebody and if you're just browsing it's it's a hard it's a hard answer to get because states are different and policies are different it's such a it's such an ugly world in that isn't it it's like car insurance, but a heck of a lot worse. So when you're starting to think about going full-time in your health writing business, I want you to think about other ways that you can make money. If you go back to those, what are you known for tactics, think about what you like. If you're a teacher, if you fit in that teacher realm, that educator, you can develop a product like a course or coaching or something like that. If you are a person who likes to be organized or plan or whatever, you can offer content strategy services so you can plan out other people's content. Think about affiliates, meaning if you are an affiliate of a certain product, if you like using certain products, you can put a link in your products and 
actually get generate some money from it. Not millions, but it's just another little side thing because you don't want to just do writing, especially full time. You want to do some different types of writing and different you know, sell some different products because that's how you're going to keep your income up. Especially you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, as they say, because one of the eggs is going to, to fall out and break. That is a client that doesn't need you any longer for whatever reason. And at least you have a buffer until you can get another client on board. So I've come up with six tips about leaving your job and what you want to do to prepare yourself before you take the plunge. The first thing I want you to think about is reducing your current personal expenses and maybe business. Do an audit. Check your business expenses. Have you been spending thing money like it's water? Have you been buying this product and that product and course after course? And yeah, sometimes it is helpful to get those things, but truly look at what you're really spending and make sure you're not spending too much. As for life, look at what you might be saving. Do you have a long commute to work? Think about what you're spending on your car every year or the gas mileage. Think about the clothes. Maybe you are buying scrubs all the time or those beautiful Dansko shoes that are expensive. Think about daycare expenses for a child that you might, you might be accruing month to month. And that is not cheap. Think about living on one income. If you are married or or living with a significant other that you guys could possibly get by with one income, think about living on that and your writing business being a buffer for now if you don't want to make it the full-time income provider. This will make you feel better because you'll be relying on the one income and the other one. You need to have the mindset of making it a paycheck thing every month, but truly you don't have to depend on it. The next thing I want you is tackle any debt you might have. Look at your credit cards, look at your student loans. You might need to tackle that before you go part-time or even quit altogether the nursing job. So make sure you're tackling the debt. Look at what you have out there and start tackling it in a strategic manner. Get rid of those easy debts. You know, if you have a uh, outstanding $1,000 credit card bill, get that paid off and then move on to something bigger. Get a mentor. Use us. Go to Savvy Scribe Collective Facebook group. We have members in there that are full-time. What questions do you have? Post them. Send questions into the podcast group. You could email us at SavvyScribes at gmail.com and we will get back to you on a question, any question you have or you might even use it for the next podcast episode. There's a ton of free resources out there, you guys. You don't have to invest and invest and invest. I do agree that there is some sort of accountability if you do invest, if you're spending money on yourself, but don't feel like you need to buy every single product out there for writers. The next thing I want you to do is look at your client base right now. Is there a way you can make them a retainer client? These are the clients you want. These are the people that you are contracting with for at least a year, six months to a year, and you are getting a generated income every single month. And this is something that you can then calculate out to see, am I making enough money to be able to leave my job? And I know you want a magic number for me. I may not have that because I don't know, one, what you're currently making in your job, and two, what you're looking to make in your writing business. So you really have to think about taxes. 
I would take out at least 20% of every client paycheck that you get to cover yourself for taxes and see, can you live on that amount? And know that your employer's benefits are truly just money. Think about it. Your healthcare benefits, it's money. We pay money to get them. You can get them outside there. The your employer, they just pay money for you to get them. So you can pay money for that. PTO days, you can you can make your own PTO days if you want in your own writing business. They're just money. They're just a day of pay, right? Think about can you can you pay yourself for not working one day? The other thing, retirement plans. Yeah, they might match things here and there, but sometimes it's better to do your own retirement plan depending on what you are looking to invest into. Thank you guys for listening. I hope these tips and these thoughts have brought you some clarity and not confusion because moving into the full-time working from home business does bring some challenges. And you have to be prepared. You cannot just walk in there tomorrow and say that you quit. You can. People do it. But I don't think it's a safe way to go. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. And check in with us. Come on over to our Facebook group, the Savvy Scribe Collective. And learn more from each other. We'll see you in the group. Take care. Have a great day. Hi, everyone. Sorry to interrupt, but my mom wanted you to check out a tool called Acuity. Mom, what's Acuity? Well, Jim, Acuity is an online platform where you can schedule appointments with people. The reason I love it is because it works around my Google Calendar. And we know that you have a lot of things going on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so does the rest of our family. So we use Acuity to help us manage my clients for Write Our Run and Savvy Scribe. So why don't you guys go check it out? It's bit.ly L-Y, slash S-S Acuity. That's It'll be in the show notes as well. Now back to the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore if freelance writing is your next PRN job or even full time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.